Little mice fell in a bucket of cream. The first mouse quickly gave up and drowned. The second mouse wouldn't quit. He struggled so hard that eventually he turned that cream into butter and crawled out. Gentlemen, as of this moment, I am that second mouse. <laughs> it's amazing. He's talking about motorcycle insurance. Now let's start the show. Step Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Second Mouse Podcast. Hope you all are doing well. Your flotation devices are on and your Xbox controller has been fully charged for this episode because we are going deep deep into the Titanic submarine disaster that is um, really happening right before our very eyes. Um, I am joined by my illustrious co-hosts, Q. Say hi, Q. And um, the the algorithm formerly known as Gatto, he has been re-represented as a stream of consciousness on the internet that's right now ran through Amazon Web Services. Um, Gato AI, I don't remember the prompt for you to say hello, but Gato AI, can you please say hello? Greetings, bitches. And Q is already on mute. Love that for us. We're off to a great start. Fantastic. <laughs> I was just saying, Gato powered through AWS. <laughs> New service coming to you. So we were off last week, but um, I feel like we have decided to come back during a frankly, a deluge of kind of random and semi-funny and also mostly sad information in the form of news that has come through. Um, but let's start first and foremost with the the Ocean's Gate submarine disappearance mystery that has happened in the last 48 hours where several millionaires and billionaires were on a I don't know what's the best way to describe it, Q, like a homemade submarine. Um, and they were planning to go to the bottom of the ocean, two and a half miles down, to see the Titanic, and they've gone missing. They paid, like, what, a quarter of a million for it? Yes, $250,000 for a six-hour, like, tube ride to the down to see that the Titanic is actually still there and back up. The Gilligan's Island gone wrong, gone worse. So a lot has transpired in the last you know, 48 hours where people are wondering, are they still alive? The U.S. Navy has been reporting that they've heard banging in the sonar, uh, but that honestly could mean anything. Guys, Gato AI, Q, what do you all think of this right now? Likelihood of survival is slim to none. Yeah. Um, I remember listening to an NPR story yesterday morning, and they said they had some guy on who was a retired Navy salvage diver, and he's like, the chance that they're alive right now is like less than 1%. And that was yesterday. Yeah, because, I mean, they're already running out of oxygen, one. But I, I was saying the other day, I don't know if this is true, but, like, they're so down so deep, even if they surface, and, like, if they were able to open the door, wouldn't they get the bends the... at this point? 
So part of like the emergency system that's on board um, is that if there is an issue, it will automatically start to um, float them back up to the surface at a rate in which it will they, they'll be able to safely exit. Okay, got it. Um, but they're pretty much out of air, though. Yeah, I mean, though, that's kind of the thing, right? Like, if you if if it was to like break free and rise, right, and all they had was, and you know, if they if they had an hour left of air, they would suffocate as it rose, right? <laughs> Finally, get to the surface only for that to happen would be like, yeah, twenty twenty three in a nutshell. Yeah, have you guys heard anything about this sub? Actually, um, apparently CBS did a a short like story about this company Ocean's Gate a couple years ago, where they basically walked through what the submarine looks like looks like, and it's about the size of a minivan. the The front of it is bolted on from the outside. That's probably a good thing, just so people are not getting all fucking handsy with the handles at you know twelve thousand feet below sea level. Yeah. But the whole thing is ran and operated with a Logitech game controller, which I really hope that they charged the batteries before they fucking went down there because that would be raffle if they didn't. So there, there was some guy who was who went on the trip like I think last year mm-hmm. and they got lost for five hours and they said that the guy purposely turned off turned off the internet so they couldn't tweet about it. Yeah. So um, a guy I used to work for was on the previous voyage. No fucking way. Get out of here. The CTO um, of a previous employer of mine. Basically, what happened was what which uh, which commercial there was there was you know there was like the whole thing of going to space as like a commercial passenger or whatever. And uh, I think it was like um, Virgin Galant. Uh, Virgin. Yeah, they wanted to do it. Yeah, they were they were doing that. He bought a ticket for that when they canceled it or whatever it was decided not to do that anymore um he got his refund and he was like what do i do with the money now he's like well if i can't go up to space if i can't go to the outer reaches i'll go to the inner depths and um sure apparently like there's there's a lot that goes into this if you want to be on one of these uh submersibles you have to uh go through training everyone has to be able to take over and perform certain duties in case of an emergency. And um, they prepare you for all these different scenarios. And they went down on the last voyage, came up, I guess, you know, everything was fine. Um, He was supposed to go previously, but there was bad weather, so he got pushed back to that one. Um, Yeah, and he, apparently he was freaking out (laughs) because it's like a near-death situation, I guess, you know? Yeah. You're in a fucking tube going to the bottom of the ocean. Like, your options of survival are rather limited. And that's the thing that I don't understand. I was watching a little bit of that CBS thing, and it basically was, the CEO was like, there should only be one button to get you from the surface to the bottom of the ocean. And it almost looks like an elevator button to get onto the fucking elevator. And then they they show off this game controller, and I get, like, you know, the U.S. military and other areas, they use, like, game controllers for certain things, but that's, like, if you're trying to operate, like, a cruise missile or something else, 
not exactly a submarine is going to be the way you want to do this. And it's kind of impressive how these billionaires and millionaires said, this thing looks super sketchy and kind of like janky, but I want to go see the Titanic because apparently so much of it has changed since the first time they fucking found it that we need to go in person to see it. And I know that there's a lot of people out there on the internet that are saying like, we shouldn't be laughing at people that are dying. It's like, I don't necessarily think that we're laughing at people dying. I think it's very sad that those people are going to probably going to die if they haven't already, but the whole like died over dumber things, the, the whole mind process of that Gatto is just like, I think I'm so important that I need to, and I'm so confident in myself that I'm going to go on this thing that, looks like it's definitely going to fail and already has failed because it got lost for five hours a couple of years ago and no one cared. And it's just, it's wild to me. And everyone's like, Oh, they'll find them. They'll find them. They'll find them. Gato, do you know the wreckage field of the Titanic? How far, how big it is? I can only imagine that over time too, it drifts and moves and there's it's, all sorts of sprawling. It's 15 square miles. That's, that's, cover. that's how far the stern is from the bow of the ship. And on top of that, all the other debris that's there too. And there's a rock formation down there. So you're having to sift through all of that shit, the wreckage of the Titanic and this rock formation in the hope that you're going to be able to find a submersible that's the size of a fucking minivan when it took 73 years for them to find the actual Titanic. Yeah, it doesn't add up. Not it's not like you lost your car in the fucking Walmart parking lot where you just like ding your horn enough times and you'll find it. Like <laughs> it's dark down there and it takes I, two and a half hours to get down there. I, I will argue that that is probably very close to the type of way in which they're trying to find the spider. Like that is exactly the same type of strategy that they're employing to try to figure out where the fuck this thing is. Oh, they're probably like, <laughs> they probably have like sonar buoys from like fucking, they probably have sonar buoys from Newfoundland to Ireland. So it's just, Hanging away at the ocean floor. They're probably killing a shit ton of whales. And I'm pretty sure Q just got taken on air. <laughs> I got, I, don't worry, I, I had Liam Neeson on fucking speed dial though. Is he the one running them submersible right now? Yes, and he's not going to find him. He's got a very special set of skills, guys. So if anyone can find him, I think Liam Neeson's the guy. Finding wow. submarines. I thought that was Jacques Cousteau. Pretty much. We're Steve Zizou. So I'm, I'm curious about what your guys' take on this. Um, there the Somebody who's an executive at this Ocean's Gate company tweeted that um, the U.S. government is not helping them at all. And all they're getting is like terrible government responses and things like that. How much of this is the U.S. Navy's responsibility to actually help these people? International waters, baby. That's what I thought too. Also, I mean, at the end of the day, you're taking two hundred and fifty thousand dollars from each of these people. Probably have funding from a lot of these VCs. 
at the end of the day, it's your own fucking problems. And I honestly like don't think it's the government's problem at all, especially because it's an isolated incident that's a couple. What, how many people are on board? Four, five, four, five, five, five including the yeah, the, the the pilot. At the end of the day, you know what you're getting into when you go down there. Like you know, there's a chance you can never come back. At the end of the day, I don't. I think there's bigger stuff that they have to handle. And a couple of them are billionaires, right? Yeah. Did you guys see the one guy's stepson? Oh yeah, that was so funny. It is the craziest thing. He's on Twitter basically saying like we need your prayers during this time and then he retweeted like 30 minutes later like some <laughs> OnlyFans chick like oh, like let me sit on your face and he's like hell yeah. <laughs> well, he's the same guy too who is like we really need your thoughts and prayers right now. Anyway, I'm going to be at Blink-182 concert. Yes. Anyone come by and say hi. He's like, my family would want me to go to this concert during these tough times. Yeah, my dad, who's literally suffocating on the ocean floor right now, who I'm never going to see again and probably never find again, but he would want me to go see Blink-182 live in concert. Here is my fucking Instagram handle if you want updates. <laughs> 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 yeah, that dude is living up. He took out a fucking insurance policy on his father. Like before he he's like, "Oh, you're thing. going, you're going on my Titanic thing? Okay, cool. Can you sign these documents real fast?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, well, well, I, well, I got you here. Um, where is the will again? <laughs> Remind me of the combo for the safe. Would you say that I'm like getting something out of this, or no, no, no? Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying anything bad is going to happen. But in the event that, um, you know, a giant squid rips your uh, submarine in half, not that that's going to happen, what do your I, stock options look like? I don't understand the thought process. I don't know. What is it with billionaires and wanting to die? Like, they seem to have a death wish, most of them. Anybody that goes on Bezos fucking plane or goes on this, you have to have it's, a death wish. It's not a death wish. It's the fact that they've conquered the the current world in which they live in and they feel the need to go conquer new worlds that no one has lived in or be there first because they can it's uh, an abrupt use of their wealth for things that are just too lofty for the average person and that's all it is <laughs> yeah you're probably I'm not I'm not going to lie of the two options between like being jettisoned into like the vacuum of space and suffocating on the ocean floor. This Space. is by far the worst way to go. Space. Yeah. You'll die almost instantly. If you, if like, if, if like, like something happened, you end up in deep space, you're dead in like, like a couple seconds. Yeah. This is a slow agonizing, like, you know, you're dead. Yeah. Like I've watched the movie, the abyss. Yeah. Like dying yeah. in the ocean blows. Yeah. <laughs> and also like zero out of 10 would not recommend. Even if you were able to get out, right? Like, even if you were able to escape this fucking tomb of death, you are dead. Like, it would take how long for you to get back that's, up to the surface? That's the other thing. People are like, well, you know, it's problematic that they can't open the submarine from the what are you gonna inside. Do? I'm like, having it, like, bolted shut from the outside is the smartest thing you could do. Because the last thing you want is to be 12,000 feet under the ocean surface. And somebody's like... Well, maybe we just swim to the top. Like, <laughs> it's, it's two and a half miles. 
you that would you would maybe make out, it right? you'd maybe if you had good lung capacity you'd make it maybe make it a quarter of a mile you, your you lungs would explode yeah. by then oh, you, yeah, you true, would literally true. just be crushed by the pressure that's what people that's that's a good point yeah seeing is that the pressure down there is so intense that it would just cripple you and basically like, turn you into a fucking chinese food takeout box got him. it's like 15,000 pounds per square inch yeah, it's like being in a trash can. That's a fucking Tuesday to me, Tom. <laughs> you do that at the gym, bitches. It's a fucking Tuesday. It's a fucking Tuesday. My fucking push day is more than that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So but yeah, I, I kept seeing that online. Like, well, what if these guys just swim? I'm like, first off, it's dark as shit. You don't know which direction you're going in. Yeah. And it's only like... It's like it's like it's like it's two and a half hours down there. It's like, hey, I'm going to jog home on the Long Island Expressway at night. Hold my breath the whole time. It's like you're gonna. It, no, it's like you're gonna jog that. home in a coal mine, pretty much. Right. Paul Zerati basically did that on New Year's Eve, so it's alright. He didn't jog. He was on the phone. There's a difference. No, he <laughs> jogged while on the phone. Wow. While what on a multitasker. Highway. Does this does this company have any relation to Elon Musk? I'm sure they've all visited Epstein Island together. <laughs> Cause it's just so funny because like I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Elon to be like, I can rescue them. Like yeah. and he's gonna call some guy a pedophile Even he just knows like the last time. Out, man. Like, this one's bad. This is Oh, they're dead. Oh. They're probably dead already at this they've... point. It's it's seven o'clock it's seven o'clock on Wednesday. They're <laughs> they're dead. I'm calling it now. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, and like you think, Tommy, you think you said, like, are they eating each other? Like, they might be. Yeah. I might be Lord of the Flies in there. I mean, I mean, I don't know how much room there is to actually have like a fight and like rip someone to pieces. I also don't know if they have any power. So imagine being completely in the dark at the bottom of the ocean. No, thanks. Yeah, that's no, like that's no, no, my no, nightmare. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's uh, that's my fucking nightmare right there. Like, I, you I know mean, you're gonna die, what, and you have to sit there for like two days and wait. What? But what die. if like, what if it was like something? What's what's like really left field scenario in which you know they met their demise already? Like something something we don't know about that moves down there, like a fucking Godzilla ate them. A megalodon. Yeah, the Meg Two they, coming out. You know, maybe this is just a viral stunt for, for the Meg Two coming out. I can't wait to be watching like CNN or NBC, and they're <laughs> talking about this, and then they have a quote for this movie, and they're like, "Oh, actually, none of none of this is related to the movie." <laughs> um. Philly has posted a, um, a quote from the CEO. I'd like to be remembered as an innovator. I think it was General MacArthur who said, you're remembered for the rules you break, and I've broken some rules to make this. I think I've broken them with logic and good engineering behind me, the carbon fiber and titanium. There's a rule to do. You don't do that. Well, I did. It's picking the rules you break that are the ones that will add value to others and add value to society. Thank you, Philly, for putting that up. Quick question for you guys. What value was any of that hosting for civilization going to the bottom of the ocean to look at a 110-year-old sea disaster 
which tells us everything we need to fucking know about trying to break the rules and doing it with hubris. Well, I mean, I've always said, I'm like, why, why are we so, you know, um, heavy on going through space, something we've already done, when there is so much unknown below us in depths and you know, we barely scratched the surface of that, and it's our own planet, right? Like, so I understand going deep and you know wanting to explore this, and I think there's just a natural curiosity um, with exploring any anything that we have. But um, I, doing what they're doing, like why they're doing it, what they're doing it for, just send some cameras down, man. Like, we got 4K, we got 8K. We're good, you know. I want to see I mean, it on a screen from the comfort of my own room. You know why? Why do I got to go to these depths and risk it all? It's just I, you know what? Because I think it. I think it's exactly what you said before, Gato. It's like they they feel like they have to be able to like it's so that they can fucking tell their rich friends. Like, yeah, I was. I went through the Titanic. Yeah. Oh, you saw it on TV. You watched the movie. Oh, I was there. I mean, you know, there's no there's no more discovering new lands, right? So you can't get into history that way, right? The thing is, though, is that the Titanic has not changed a whole lot since when they found it in 1985. Like, there's the only thing that's happened to the Titanic is it continues to decay. And eventually it will completely collapse and fall apart because the acidity of seawater and other bacteria, they're going to just continue to eat away at the steel and the iron and it's going to fall away. But for me, like... I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not rich and maybe it's because I just don't have a shit ton of money just to throw around. But for me, I got no problem looking at a video recording from an unmanned submersible just floating around the ship while I'm sitting on the deck of my yacht getting absolutely tanked and eating a giant Subway sandwich. From Jersey Mike's. From Jersey Mike's, yes. Love that oil and vinegar from Jason Mike's. Mm -hmm. We're not endorsed, but we can be for a small fee. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I listen. I'm I'm not the, I'm not the adventurous type. I'm just gonna put that out there. I don't want to go jump out of a fucking airplane. I don't want to go bungee jumping. I don't want to go to the fucking space, and I don't want to go to the bottom of the ocean. I think like, that's I think that's fair. I, I am one who's like, you know what? I don't think we should mess with nature. Like, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know why we can't, like God was saying, like, why can't you just send a fucking, like, a drone or something, like a video camera? I don't, I don't know if it could even make it down that far. But, like, I'm, you, I, I have to think you can send an unmanned ship down there. And, well, like, they found yeah. it with an unmanned ship. Good enough. Yeah. The, the thing that they found it with in 1985, Robert Ballard was the guy who found it. The U.S. Yeah. Navy contracted him to find it and a bunch of other ships and shit. Yeah. It literally looked like a Volkswagen Beetle made out of PVC piping with a bunch of cameras <laughs> and a big long wire attached to it. And they just <laughs> like, all right, we have a general idea of this is where it sank. Let's just like go back and forth in the ocean until we find this fucking thing. And they went down, there were like a three-person submersible. The one that they had in 1985 looked way more fucking sophisticated than yeah. this like steel dildo that they sent them down in. Um, but they also had like a bunch of remote-controlled drone submersibles and a bunch of other components that, frankly, they don't need to be down there unless it's a pure fucking vanity project. 
That's that's all it is. And Philly Philly said it perfectly. Things nature doesn't give a fuck about. Number one is you. Two is the end of the list. That's yes. like perfect. Yes, exactly. I don't fuck around with nature. I don't want. I don't want to go like safari hunt. Like I don't want to go to a safari either because I'm gonna get eaten by a lion. I don't want to get eaten by a lion. I mean, the ocean's a dangerous place now. The orcas are taking it back. They're organizing. I mean, there's, there's always like even looking on Long Island, like there's great whites like right off the fucking coast of, you know, Montauk. It's not. <laughs> it doesn't take much, man. Honestly, though, the great whites are not even the ones you need to worry about. Do, did you it's guys the Mako see, sharks? The did Makos. you guys see that video of that guy getting eaten by a fucking tiger shark? That bit his hand. No. There was a there was somebody yeah, captured did. a video in I, I think it was uh Egypt or something mm-hmm. yeah. of a Russian a Russian citizen guy who was swimming in the water there and he literally got eaten by the shark. And it was on it was on Twitter. Jesus. And like, you see you see the shark pretty much grab him and pull him down and then the water turns red. And Holy it, fuck. It's been confirmed as real. Fucking tiger shark. It happens. I mean, oh, more yeah. people die from bee stings than they do from shark attacks annually, but hey, it happens. Bees are our friends. Bees are good. It's those other fucking things, the wasps and hornets. What happened to murder hornets? Where are those these days? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> they were supposed to be like the craziest thing ever. They were just yeah. floating around for fucking clout. They didn't actually mean any of it. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. That was a crazy video to see. Uh, it was in Egypt, yeah. This dude was just swimming in the water, and you can literally see that just fucking like he's like getting. How was his form? Was it, was it sloppy? Was it a sloppy form. <laughs> no, the shark. It was. It, it looked like Jaws. It looked like a Jaws movie where like they get kind of dragged back to back. Mm-hmm. Um. And then all of a sudden he guys got ripped down and the water turned red. It was like it literally looks like I thought it was like a fucking I thought it was some YouTuber or something like fucking with people. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not good. No. Yeah, no good. Not so here's deal. a question I got I got to ask. If this was just a submersible filled with like, you know, um, aquatic biologists and stuff. I would feel awful. Would, would anyone? But would anyone even be talking about this? No, no, not at all. Like when not was the last slightest. time there was like a submarine tragedy? Like did anybody even remotely bring it up? The last submarine tragedy that I remember, and this is a long time ago, was remember the Russian submarine that sank? Mm-hmm. That was like in early two thousands, and that happened. That's the only time I ever remember it happening. But that, I mean, that did get some notoriety. It did, yeah. And people were like, it was like a worldwide effort to try and find it too, because it was, they, it was just a mechanical failure and the thing just like sank to the bottom of the ocean and all those guys died. Like, they weren't like going to see the Titanic for clout or any of that bullshit. Like, they were just doing their jobs. And I mean, I also don't think that this happens a lot because. And maybe I'm just like generalizing, but I don't hear this happen a whole lot with like actual professionals because they professional. They're fucking professionals at it, and they're using like 
cutting edge technology to put this together. They didn't go to Lowe's on like the Labor Day weekend sale and fucking build one of these things out of corrugated steel. <laughs> I'm playing in my head. I'm, I'm just hearing like the Home Depot commercial song and Right now. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the name of the I'm looking up the actual sub that found the Titanic in 1985 um, was called the Alvin, which was. Um, a three-person sub, and it was accompanied by a remotely operated vehicle named Jason Jr. to conduct photographic surveys and further inspections. So, again, it took them two and a half hours to get down there, but they were also in, like, a military-grade submersible that was incredibly, like, stress-tested and shit like that, but also for all the the goofy shit that they had to do. They had like remote control subs and submersibles to do all the heavy lifting for them. Yeah. What does this teach us about capitalism, Q? That if we want to redistribute the wealth, he's on mute. Yeah. Big time loser energy on mute. I know. <laughs> but if we want to redistribute the wealth, still on mute. We need to put billionaires. On submarines and spaceships. I, I think it proves that capitalism is immoral and that ultimately if you uh, follow it, you end up in the bottom of the ocean suffocating in a tube. Wow, that's really dark. Why did you have which, to be like which that? Which brings us to Hugh's <laughs> next segment on billionaire murder fan fiction. No, I'm joking, obviously. Uh, jokes. No, but I mean... Uh, the moral, of the, the moral of the story of this is like don't fuck with nature that's my thing like ultimately like i can't imagine why anybody would sign up for this like when you look at it, like all i had to see was the logitech controller mm -hmm. that's all i had to see everything else i was like fuck that shit i'll tell you what q things have been a lot different if they had a ps2 dual shock controller <laughs> Right? You would have gotten the vibrations. You would have known something was wrong. Yeah. Or, I mean, if they had, like, one of the PS4 or PS5 controllers, that, like, if you tilt, like, it moves the screen for you. <laughs> I want to run through, like, some possible scenarios of, like, what controlling apparatuses they could have used that could potentially have saved me, have saved them. Um, stop me if there's something that resonates with you. Um, the Guitar Hero Guitar... Mm. The the drummer drum hero drum set. What about the DJ equipment from DJ Hero? Ooh, That's you a see, deep dive. honestly, I I feel like he needs a for, a special certification to manage that because especially if you get like the extended pack, you get like the the stabilizers and the bass and the treble component. Fader. Yeah, the fader. I, I feel like that could be really complicated. We start talking about thrusters and shit like that. Um, I saw something on Twitter. It was like, you know it's bad news when the captain starts handing these out. And it's the duck hunt controllers. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine, like, someone hands you, like, an Atari, like, an old, like, an Atari joystick. That it's like, yeah. 
Hey. Like, it's got hand oils and like pizza grease on it, and like you can barely move it anymore. Like, hey, you uh, you played Gran Turismo before, in the past, <laughs> right? And, like, I I have. Yeah, I'm like, great. You're gonna steer this thing down to the bottom of the ocean. I'm just gonna check on this. Uh, do you ever play the game Space Invaders? This is kind of the same thing, just two mile, two and a half miles under the ocean. Yeah, it's a, it's a little different because uh, you know if you fuck up, we're all dead. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, um, we will continue to keep folks updated on if there are any new updates. But frankly, I haven't heard anything new. They keep saying that there's like they hear banging in the sonar. Um, but it's a big fucking ocean, guys. And the ocean makes a lot of weird fucking noises. There's a lot of animals that live in the ocean. And there's also a lot of like ships that have sank. So, I mean... You hear no. you yeah. hearing fucking banging in, you know, a 15 square mile radius could be the equivalent of somebody yelling fuck in the middle of like a supermarket. It might not be related to you. <laughs> so I think I think at this point, I, th I think I forgot who it was. I was I was hearing something talk about talk about this and it was basically like, oh, no, no, don't even like no, they're consider them dead at this point like there's no saving like how are you supposed to save they're down too deep i don't even think a rescue mission even if they knew exact coordinates i don't know if they could like really i don't know if they would have anything how would you this is my this is my question how would you rescue them what would be the rescue method because you can't even like bring them on board that deep you know it, it's not like you could like get them into your ship you would have to like dislodge it or like Crane it up, man. Yeah. Crane I mean, game. Fuck, man. Like, I mean, I guess it really depends on like what happened to it, right? Because if right. the motors just failed and it sank, then you could probably do what Gatto said. Gatto AI put in a prompt that says, like, drag this submersible back up to the surface. But, and this is probably more likely the case, like the thing fucking imploded at like 10,000 feet and it's. You'll there's never nothing. find it because it's just pieces everywhere. Yeah, there's nothing to be found at this point. They also mentioned the possibility of it getting stuck on like something in the Titanic. It what a banana tried. peel? <laughs> no, it might have like it might have went too deep into like one of the areas of the Titanic and it can't get out. See, that's the other problem though, is like what the fuck are you doing that close to that thing? Like No, you should be nowhere near it. Yeah. Like if you look at Discovery Channel will go down there like every five years with James Cameron because he, you know, needs to make sure it's still fucking there. James Cameron's such a boss. He is. He was the one who was like, I can solve the Deepwater Horizon oil spill things. Like, you're a fucking film director. Relax. <laughs> I, we know that you made The Abyss and I, like I believe the Titan. I believe I him too. I think he could do it. He's our king. I'm ready for James. Don't come at the king, Tom. Yeah. You'll miss. Exactly. <laughs> You know who doesn't miss? James Cameron. He walks right into the Pentagon. He said, I'm going to just leave this with you. I made The Abyss. Uh, under over. Titanic, how many times do you think? And Avatar Way of Water. Uh, I know over, how H2O works. Under over, though. How many times do you think like the President of the United States has called up James Cameron? I'm going to say at least 10 times. I would like, say Ronald Reagan has called like on filming something. I would say Ronald Reagan has called him at least twice on accident. But Biden's yep. calling him, but it's about Terminator 2. 
Yeah. When is the third one coming out? Hey, hey, Jack, whatever happened to that 84 long kid? Uh, <laughs> I really liked him, man. Oh, Linda Hamilton. I used to have a crush on her, too. She was boss lady. She was so tough with that machine gun. Jill would make us some popcorn. He's like, do you want to talk about the guys trapped in uh, near the Titanic? He goes, what guys? What Titanic? What's Titanic? My my cousin went on that. (laughs) Joe Biden's like, I only got one thing to say about that. Tax the rich. Moving on. (laughs) You see, maybe if we did tax the rich, those fuckers would not be on there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. With all these surplus funds. They're going to go and get themselves killed. Yeah, I again, my the takeaway from this is don't fuck with nature. Just like maybe don't do maybe don't do that. Like take your money and spend it on something more productive. Yeah, and if anybody was wondering what your tax dollars are going to, it is not going to your school districts. It's not going to like your student loans, but it's in fact going to the U.S. Navy and the U.S. Coast Guard to find a five fucking people who spent a million dollars to go and look at the Titanic and say like, is that where Rose and Jack kissed? <laughs> Where's the door that they could have fit on? How come there are no bodies down here? <laughs> if, if you really think about it though, like I'm actually shocked that the government doesn't stop certain individuals from doing types these types of things. Like, could you imagine what it would mean if like this was like a all-star billionaire class type of excursion and this thing you know went down in flames i mean if if you had you know some of the top one percent in there like it would affect the economy gato are you talking about the actual titanic sinking because that's actually what happened (laughs) no i'm talking about like in in literal you know like when when we have you know these billionaires and stuff that have a whole chunk of GDP going on or in charge of major corporations, when they die, it affects it affects the fucking market, you know? Like, I'm going to restate my question, Gatto. Are you referring to the actual Titanic sinking? Because that's actually what happened. Uh, I didn't know that. I, I don't pay attention to the things that happened well before my time. That It was just a movie, right? No, you know, Titanic's real? Believe it or not. John Jacob Astor died on the Titanic, and he was worth over $150 million at the time. John Jacob Hingleminer Shits, or whatever the name is, also. I'm sure his ghost was like, no, you stay down here with me. I mean, again. Talk to the pores that died with him. That's the other thing, too, is the irony is that these fucking rich losers die, are probably going to die. Um looking at the gravesite of like a thousand immigrants that were not get not granted the ability to get onto a lifeboat. I just find the irony of that a little I just find it very ironic that this is one of the biggest grave sites of like the worst ocean going disaster in history where it was clearly a class dispute to get onto a fucking lifeboat to save your own ass. And they're the ones that end up dying because of it. I, it, it, it never ceases to amaze me 
Like maybe I'm just built differently, but like if I, you gave me billions of dollars, like I'd be perfectly content, you know, taking vacations, buying nice cars, buying nice houses and whatever. Like I would never feel the urge to be like, you know what? You know, submerge two and a half miles down fucking dark ocean. Or well, fucking... make the point. That's why you don't have billions of dollars. Oh. <laughs> Gatto, to close the loop on Gatto got me burned. Yeah, you are fucking cooking <laughs> right now. You know what? Bro. I got to log off after that one. That was that was all by AI. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Gatto. burns by AI. Gatto, to close the loop for you, if John Jacob Astor had his wealth in 2023, he'd be worth $160 billion. Yeah, so Bezos. Yes. Pre-divorce. Yeah. Um, So he would clearly be one of the richest people in the world if he were alive today, which makes him probably one of the top five richest people in the world in 1912 when the ship sank. How did he end up sinking? Uh, they didn't let him on a boat. Like he's like worth hundreds of millions. I would have. Yeah, been he's the risk king. <laughs> the drip king. They, they, I mean, they, back they, then he was definitely. Livy, I heard him and Livy Don are going out again. Livy, the ghost of John Jacob Astor yes. is rising up. Livy Dunn in a baby Gronk is going to take on the ghost of John Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the ghost of John J. Vaster can can steal Livy Dunn away from Baby Gronk? And is Baby Gronk going to do an exorcism on <laughs> Livy Dunn? Baby Gronk is going to the Titanic. He's going to swim the two and a half miles down the, down the water and going to bring the Titanic back up. Do you think the Drip King could do this? <laughs> Gronk is going to challenge the ghost of John Jacob Astor to a seven-on-seven seven drill, all-passing drill. <laughs> Baby Gronk just called up the ghost of John Jacob Astor and said that he doesn't have the riz that he has. Who do you think has better riz, Baby Gronk or the ghost of John Jacob Astor? This is a BuzzFeed quiz. That would actually be funny as fuck, by the way. <laughs> I think you guys should just lean into doing stuff like that. Yeah, to lean into never blinking ever again. (laughs) So he never blinks. (laughs) Do you think Baby Gronk and the Drip King can ever mend fences and become best friends? Yeah, because that's exactly what you want. It's like a 32-year-old being best friends with a (laughs) 9-year-old. Oh, my God. I just – I can't, man. Anywho – Good luck with the folks at the bottom of the ocean. I I don't know what else to say. Nice knowing you. Um, press F for respect. <laughs> press F to pay respects. <laughs> um, okay. So I want to move on to something else. And believe it or not, this is probably like more consequential than... Um, Probably more consequential than um, our our friends that have been lost at sea, but that's Robert F. Kennedy Jr. having a presidential campaign. And I don't know if you guys watched the. (laughs) 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 I don't know if you guys have been watching the uh, the Joe Rogan podcast with Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Um, but it is absolute fucking bananas. 
I didn't watch all of it, but I did see a part where he basically says that Wi-Fi signals are like altering your DNA. And then Joe Rogan's like, how does that work? He goes, oh, I, I, that's beyond my scope. Yeah. Now, now we're beyond the science. Now, now we're in the science. But I, I. He's always been a crank. Yeah. And I went onto his Wikipedia page and it is like. I don't know if he believes in anything because he's supposed to be that one of these guys is like, we need to move away from fossil fuels, but he's got an issue with like solar power. He's got an issue with wind power. He's got an issue with like, like heat from the earth's core, nuclear power, everything. I'm like, what are you actually trying to do right now? So. Do you know that he actually is a conspiracy theorist about his dad's murder? He doesn't believe that Sirhan Sirhan killed his dad. Yeah. And was the CIA or something. He's probably got thoughts about John F. Kennedy Jr. and John F. JFK Sr. Um, and the, the whole family. Out. My um, favorite, though, is that... money is running out. Yeah. My favorite thing with him, though, is that, like, all the conservatives are like, he's going to challenge Biden. He's going to take Biden <laughs> down. And he's like, I think he's polling roughly at, like, 7% right now, which is, yeah, like, not nothing. But, like, <laughs> but it's, like, I mean... Also, like he's got zero charisma. Like, yeah, I, all the things that, that made pool of losers going to be in the twenty twenty four election. <laughs> Who has charisma in that group? There, <laughs> there is no charisma. Believe it or not, the corpse of like fucking Joe Biden has a little bit more spunk than fucking even Ron DeSantis, who thinks that he would have been one of Jesus's disciples. Um, RFK is going to be like, "You're failing," and he'd be like, "Come on, man, I know your dad." <laughs> wait new wait no or new which one i knew your dad okay i changed your diaper once <laughs> man you stinky you, boy you stinky little kid i gave you a piece of uh big league chew when you were a child you said thank you we went out for ice cream together so rfk jr has this presidential campaign and i don't really know what it's centered on other than like vaccines are bad he is very much in the uh, sphere of ending the forever wars. I didn't realize he's almost 70 years old. So he's like, I think, I think Biden is like 80, eight years older, nine years older than him. So I'm like, <laughs> I thought he was much younger. Um, yeah. So he's, he is very much a person who's like cut the military budget. Um, and I think it's like ending the forever wars and like he wants to get out of NATO and shit like that too. He's a fucking crank. Just that's all you need to know about him. But he says all that stuff. And then you, if you listen to like what he says after that, he basically just kind of walks all that stuff back. And he's like, yeah, I mean, we need a lot of this stuff too. It's also important. But I think Chapo Trap House was talking about that Mm. on their last episode. And they're like, he's a Democrat in the like the lightest sense of the word but this is less of like an actual like sea change of democratic policy and more like just keep doing the same thing that we're doing now but vaccines are bad yeah he his best stuff is environmental stuff but even then like you said it gets complicated because like every time you try to like okay what do we do then he goes i don't know like you know it just pretty much doesn't have an actual he doesn't actually have anything. Yeah, it's like, all right, Bob, What if you don't want nuclear power, if you don't want solar power, if you don't want wind power, if you don't want any of these renewable energies, what do you want? And he's like, well, the human body is effectively a battery, right? Yeah. 
And if we put people in these pods and use the energy from their bodies and have computers run the world for us, we can have unlimited potential. So stick this tube down your throat. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's just like, I don't know, Gary Johnson 2024. With less charisma. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's not saying much. That's the wild thing about him, too, is because... His uncle and his father were incredibly charismatic people. And yeah. I guess being the one of 10 children from Bobby Kennedy, that charisma component he completely never got missed to learn his, it from his father. Damn, AI Gatto, relax. <laughs> Lower your fucking voice. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So I had a couple questions I wanted to ask you guys just to get into this conversation. The, the big thing about him is the anti-vaccine stance, right? So right. what are the potential risks of electing a president who is just straight up an anti-vaxxer? I, I mean, again, it's, it is, it's the difference of like, I think it's actually more dangerous than Trump because the one good, the one thing I've said about Trump that's like actually kind of useful is that if you stroke his ego enough, like he'll do like, the operation war speed right they like yeah. mr president we need a vaccine and you'll be heralded as the greatest president ever if you get this done quickly so what did he do he authorized a billion fucking dollars to like get operation war speed go- warp speed going and we got a vaccine very fast we already had him in, in process so like at least he, and he still stands by that like he still goes yeah i got the vaccine faster than anybody it's funny that you mentioned that though because he said in that interview the other day he's like i can't mention the vaccine stuff because it makes people unhappy i'm like that was the best thing you could have fucking done for your entire presidency and you can't even mention it i just love that trump the other day off topic but he pretty much was like he mentioned he mentioned uh, the the trans stuff and they started going fucking crazy. And he goes, "Wow, you people! I talk about tax cuts and no one no one cares. I get nothing." And he goes, "I bring up the trans stuff and you all go crazy." Basically saying like, "Oh, you fucking dumb dumbs eat this shit up, huh?" Okay. Yeah. And I'm wondering now, and and not to get too far afield on this, but I'm wondering like, has the Republican Party passed Trump by? Like, has it gotten too has it gotten too crazy? Where even he's like, these people are nuts. Like, we weren't even talking about any of this shit like five years ago because it wasn't uh, a big deal. I don't think, I don't think from a standpoint, because uh, he's the one good thing that Trump can do is adapt. He knows how, he knows when, like, he's kind of like standing in front of like the price is right. You know, he's on, he's a contestant on the price is right and he's moving the dial and everyone's like, no. And he goes, okay, turns it the other way. Good. <laughs> Like he just he understands the temperature of of the people that vote for him. So yeah, that's fair. And having no morals and no actual standing is pretty easy because you can just change your opinion on a dime. Yeah, that's it really fair. does make things easier. I have to admit. I I want to go back to that question I asked you guys. What are the potential risks of electing a president who's anti-vaccine? And I I think people only assume vaccines are associated with like COVID at this point. But if you look at the amount of vaccines that you need to have in your system in order to go to a public school or go to college or go into the military, like the reason why we have those is because there are like endemic things that are out there. Like you don't want to get fucking meningitis. That shit is bad. You don't just want got the tetanus get... shot. Yeah. 
You don't want to get tuberculosis. That shit is also really fucking bad. And the folks that don't get these, he was saying like, well, they don't get depressed as much and, you know, they're, they're smarter and they're taller and they're faster. It's like, do you have no fucking evidence that proves that? And so anecdotal. yeah. And it's like the IQ levels are lower and people who get vaccines are more depressed. I'm like, how do you know this? And what evidence do you have to prove any of that? None. None. And I just, I just see a lot of the, the people that are like Robert F. Kennedy. And the funny thing is, is like, there's a lot of like media platforms that are now making the same mistake they made with Trump and just platforming it. They're like, oh yeah, this guy thinks that vaccines are bad. Like, is he right? Yeah. You make a decision, do your own research. And it's like, that's how we got into this fucking mess in the first place. Yeah. It's something we can talk about. How do you guys feel about that whole how do you guys feel about the whole like thing that came from the Joe Rogan show that the guy that created the COVID nineteen vaccine should go on and debate Robert F. Kennedy? Why was that Tom? What happened? Say that again? It sounded like you were in a submersible. How do you guys feel reporting live from the bottom of the ocean? (laughs) Um How do you guys feel about that conversation that happened on the Rogan show about, I think his name is Stephen Hotez, the guy who created the COVID-19 vaccine, should go on to Rogan's show and debate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on the validity of vaccines? Why would he? Right. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is not a scientist or a doctor. And remember, we are living in a day and age now where it's not about winning a debate is not about what facts or figures you have, because he'll just he'll just name all facts and figures and RFK will go, oh, those are all lies. And then that's that's it. Like, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be him making a position. The other guy saying you're a liar and then vice versa. It's not going to be productive. And Rogan is only pushing it so hard because he knows it will get a lot of clicks. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, I disagree. I think he should go on the on the show, and then just take a giant crap on Joe Rogan's desk. That'd be great. I mean, it. I I agree with you, Q. Like, I think it would be good. Like, I don't understand why this person of science used to go on and speak to the stupidest fucking people in the world. What qualifications does RFK Jr. have to be a vaccine expert, other than oh, he's interpreted data? God damn it. He's well, watched he, Plandemic once. Yeah, exactly. He interpreted data from cranks who are anti-vaccine. And, like, that's good enough to qualify you to fucking argue with a scientist. Like, it's So he did his own independent research online. Yeah, fucking Aaron yeah. Rodgers did, too. That, makes, yeah. that yeah. makes him an expert by most standards these days. Probably, I guess so. But I will say, Gatto, I, a small part of me wishes that there would be somebody who would go on and just be like, this is all of the actual research that's done by peer reviewed, but I, I know that's going to be bullshit. Cause they're like, well, who are the but, peers? Oh, but, it's all conspiracy. Like guys, you gotta, you gotta I don't know what to tell you. You got to think of audience. They're going to be like, what's a peer review. That sounds stupid. I don't trust my peers. My peers are idiots. Oh, and that's yeah. what's going to happen. Everyone's just talking on bad. like 1900 CCs of alpha male with like their, like, yeah testosterone levels through the fucking roof because they've been just drinking black rifle coffee and yeah, taking vitamin supplements. Vibrating from all the fucking... <laughs> 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 
I mean, RFK's whole like presidential candidacy is on like like a handful of like cherry picked fucking statistics and vibes. Like none of it actually has any just vibes. Yeah, yeah. And the vibes are weird in that campaign right now. He's a weird dude. Did you see that picture of him standing with like uh, what's his name? Trump's uh, former mouthpiece, uh, the guy with the Nixon tattoo. Oh my god! Fucking, he looks like the penguin in Batman movie. Stephen Miller? No. Fucking. That was who I was thinking of. Tom. (laughs) It's like who would have this? Oh, Nixon, Nixon tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have a Nixon tattoo? Roger Stone, probably. Roger Stone. Thank you. That's who it is. Yeah. Yeah. He was standing. He had a picture with Roger Stone and all that. Like so, it's like I, I don't even believe that he's a like he's just running as a Democrat, but he's not really a Democrat. There's really nothing Democrat he's about a him. <laughs> Maybe I believe it. Like he's he's just running to like give Drip and Joe some trouble, and then if he ever somehow lucks his way into the fucking primary, he's all- he would just bow out to Trump. It's it's a chess move. Oh, by the way, he's he's also standing there with Mike Flynn Jr. also. Yeah. I can't believe you guys never seen this. I'm gonna send it to you. And he, he's got the most awkward fucking face on I've ever seen in my fucking life. So good. So I mean I don't I don't listen, I don't know at the end of the day if um it's actually going to really matter, but like getting him on the debate stage is going to be interesting because the one thing I have realized though is that when it comes to anti-vax stuff, there are anti-vax people on both aisles. It's not just a Republican thing. There are a lot of Democrats who are very skeptical about vaccines too, and I don't want this whole debate thing to become a thing about COVID, especially because. I think most people have dropped the COVID regulations at this point. So it's like, it's not even really a thing anymore. So it's like, at the end of the day, why are we making this in 2024? Why are we making this the, the main thing? But so for, God, for you, Gato, do you fear that that could be a potential issue for, you know, like, he, like and ultimately, he, do you think that RFK is, has a like even a window to become relevant? I mean, all it takes is good, enough dumb people to think whatever dumb thing is being said to become like a popular thing. And yeah. then people, you know, jump on bandwagons or whatever the fuck they're going to do. I, I think, though, that if like vaccines become like a, you know, talking point for the next election, like people mm-hmm. are going to be like, that shit's old hat. We don't want to talk about that no more. Like nobody's getting vaccines no more. Fuck out of here. You know, let's. We don't give a shit about that no more. Talk about something like why everything costs so fucking much. Why don't I make more money than, you know, I did a year ago? What, you know, people only give people going into barring another major crisis in America. I think the only thing that will be really to discuss is going to be fucking, um, you know, the economy in the next election. It's the only that it's so fucking out of whack. And and I just don't see anybody's interest in hearing about anything else, which is why it probably won't be that exciting of a fucking election. I hope not. 
it will probably be the most online election we've ever had. And we'll have to all just roll our eyes and like, all right, fine. We'll vote for Biden again because it's, it's less of a vote of like something that we actually want to do and more of a vote of this just has to be done. Yeah. I mean, there's really like, if he, if ultimately, cause like the, the person I was in on was big Gretch, obviously I wanted either uh Gretchen Whitmer or JB Pritzker or somebody like that to like maybe jump in. But all of them have pretty much coalesced behind Biden at this point. So, uh, you know, at this, yeah, it seems like we're kind of stuck with them. The worst possible thing that could happen is Biden like kicks it like six months before the election. That would be the worst case scenario. Mm. But it would be interesting. <laughs> Interestingly bad. Yeah, not ideal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I was hoping that it was going to be just like a single term election for Biden. And then he's like, all right, somebody else who's younger and can has a little bit more energy can take this over. Not you, Kamala. Um, somebody else. <laughs> But I will say, like, Pritzker, Whitmer, Josh Pirro, they all have, like, terms they need to complete in their respective states. Yeah. And they're all doing very fucking well in those states, too. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, I think Gretchen Whitmer is the perennial favorite at this point to win, uh, to, to run in 2028. So that's my opinion. I'd agree with that one. And people like her. Um, all right, boys, what'd you say? Assholes and fucking picks of the week? Fucking yeah, buddy. I'll start it off. I'm going to go with our favorite Supreme Court justice of all time, Samuel Alito. Oh, um, in a <laughs> in a recent thing now, the Financial Times article, Samuel Alito defends fishing trip with billionaire Paul Singer and is going to – he insists that he has, quote, no obligation – to recuse himself from cases involving the conservative hedge fund manager. So there's been a lot of pressure for him to essentially recuse himself in those cases, and he's refusing to do so. This is my point. When it, when it comes down to it, with these guys that are like, we're not evil, be, we're not evil guys. We're just following the law as, as it is. And like, you just don't like how the law is. And, you know, that's not our fault. It just goes to show that these guys don't give a fuck about anything. That's why it's perfectly fine to hate them. It's perfectly fine to criticize them. Uh, because at the end of the day, a guy like Sam Alito, he is only concerned with himself. And he doesn't like he wants to live in the world where the Supreme Court is a unbiased machine and that you can't criticize them because they are just following the as, as it's interpreted. And it goes to show that just like human beings, specifically these people more than past justices, have biases and they have no problem interpreting their biases into the law so and again getting co like clarence thomas it was very recent getting cozy with billionaires guys that are making them massively wealthy and then ultimately just bending the law to whatever they want and it's funny that you mentioned that because he came out or one of his cronies came out in the wall street journal and posted this op-ed which was basically like shitting on ProPublica, um, saying that they are like a hack organization, that they're like politically biased and their reporting is bad. 
And then the very next fucking day, they put out a lengthy article about Alito and some of the questionable decisions he's made. I really don't understand what the problem is here, right? Like, I, I don't get why we can't hold any of these people fucking accountable because they're consistently violating their oath in that position. Like, Clarence Thomas, that should have been, like, done and dusted, right? Like, you're taking money from a billionaire that also went in front of the Supreme Court. Not okay. You got to go. Alito, same thing. But John Roberts is like, we cannot be, like, judged in the same way that, I guess, normies can. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, dog, you are a piece of shit. And also, I'll point out as well that it is a very much a brotherhood and sisterhood there because even Kagan and Sotomayor and all of them have all come out and defended Alito and Clarence Thomas and all of them for like these prop for like never has criticized any of them. So it's like even the liberal justices are just as culpable in all of this. Yeah. It's abolish the Supreme Court. Sketchy as fuck. Yeah, I think you cool. should. I think we should just get rid of the Supreme Court at this point. And what? Just go back to like public beheadings. Yeah, start yeah. with the Supreme Court. <laughs> Jokes. You know what we need? We need a AI to tell us what's right and what's wrong. That's right. I propose that we utilize a proprietary artificial intelligence that was built here on the Second Mouse podcast in my basement, not too far away from my inline gas grill, and that is Gato AI. And Gato AI, I prompt you, who is your asshole of the week? Oh, this is an easy one. Conor McGregor, man. Okay. Dude. Say more. Uh, did you guys not see the promotional thing they did at the Heat game? Where he came out and he literally he knocked out the heat yeah. uh, mascot, gave him, and then punched him while he was down. Full, a full fist cocked like he was in the octagon. Just no chill. And it was a promotional event. It was supposed to be like a joke and a spoof. And he just went full assault on this guy's face through the fucking costume. And then, hey man, I, he's I only got one speed. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> what a giant piece of shit. I mean, I he is constantly doing ridiculous things, and he, he usually gets a pass for it, but he's just a maniac on such a fucking other level. Like, it's like he won't see retribution for this. Like, he should probably go to jail for it. There's no need for that, even if it's part of a promotional stunt. That guy did not sign up. That guy gets paid by the hour. He did not fucking sign up to get blasted in the fucking face like that. And and by the way, I'll point out, I think it was around that same time that Conor McGregor has also been now uh, somebody yeah, accused him of sexual assault. The, a, a woman accused him of raping her in a backstage area or something that yeah. it was like a whole it the whole thing is kind of i don't know the like the, the whole truth of it um or like you know what's the the details regarding it um i was just going to focus specifically on this event but it seems like he was having a five star being a piece of shit night um yeah i mean just tom it looks like you're 
watching that clip right now. I am, yeah. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's absurd. Like it's it's how does this guy get to just walk around aimlessly? I fucking hate the UFC. I hate everybody who's involved with it. I hate Dana White. All of these assholes are huge pieces of shit, starting with Conor McGregor, who should probably be in fucking jail for all of the other things that he's done. Gatto, I'm going to um, reprompt you. Who is the greatest asshole of the week? Conor McGregor? Yes, there you go. <laughs> Thumbs up from the response there. No notes. What a fucking loser. I hate Tom's losing the shit right now. He's God, so put it's, him in the bottom so of the ocean. Bad. Put it's, him in the bottom yeah. of the ocean. Yeah, what, he, he just absolutely fucking they can, they can scum. Let that on too. Like, I'm actually shocked he can go most places. To be honest, like, because it's not it's not the first time we've heard situations like this. He's been altercations at bars and events, and like, there's that whole thing when who was he fighting? Uh, the guy that that he like chased with the fucking the the RV and yeah, Habib. Uh, uh, yeah, like he made a whole spectacle of it, and like I get that there's like a whole showmanship part or aspect to it, and hyping up your fights, and that's how you get paid the big bucks to be these main you know main cards. But like, like he just takes it to another. Like he just has no chill. And like, just no sense about it either, and it's just fucking stupid and annoying. You're Miami Heat mascot hospitalized. It's just so on brand too. The whole situation for Miami. (laughs) It's a mess. I swear they should have a fucking public gallows in front of U.S. Airlines Arena and just like tax the rich. That's all I'm saying. Nuts. Yeah, he fucking knocked nuts. him the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. Bad. Apparently, and he's dressed like he's gonna have like sleep in a fucking coffin or something. What is that look? Yeah. What a strange bird. He's he's also been he's always been uh, a, a real piece of garbage. With the absolute worst fucking veneer dentures, by the way. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, his teeth are so fake. Jesus. Conor McGregor. Oof. You are the asshole of the week. My man opened a whiskey company, and it looks like he's just getting high on his own supply the whole time. Have you ever tasted it? It's garbage. Yeah, it probably tastes like his personality is like shit. I'm I'm pretty sure it's the it's like what they throw out of the Jameson factory for failing like the tests. Yeah, this it's is the stuff just, that we clean the sinks with. Yeah, it's pure fucking drain cleaner. Okay. Tom. All right. Well, my asshole of the week is going to be uh Rob Schneider. Um, <laughs> so I stumbled across um I stumbled across a Fox Nation tweet about Rob Schneider's new um, comedy special on their streaming platform called Woke Up in America. And Rob Schneider is basically complaining about how diversity is bad and how we shouldn't have diversity. We should have like the best people. 
with zero fucking self-awareness about how his entire career started and continues to function because I have not seen him in a movie outside of Adam Sandler's production company ever. Like, ever. And our uh, a friend of the show, Philly, and I were talking about this the other day, like how many of these comedians and actors and actresses and performers do stuff like this when they've basically realized that their career is up and instead of recognizing that, hey, I'm past my prime, um, show business is past me, and I'm probably not going to be the famous person I thought I am. Or I can say that Hollywood has gotten too woke and I'm just going to say that I've been canceled and I'm just speaking the truth now. And do you really think that you're drawing a fucking crowd on Fox Nation streaming service? I'm looking at the makeup of the, the crowd that's in this clip. Oh, yeah. And it's totally are. tens of it, thousands of people. It's people who are like in their mid to late 60s. And they're just like, I want to hear somebody talk about things that are like semi-racist, but they're saying it and I can laugh at it. And I think there's just, again, there's zero self-awareness from Rob Schneider about how his career came about. He was a bit character in a bunch of Adam Sandler movies, and he only had success in Deuce Bigelow. He's always, the, he's always doing like the racist character, too. Yes. Yeah. And I don't, like, like guy, you are just, you're not funny. And you were kind of funny in Deuce Bigelow, but that was the only movie that I remember that you were actually the main character in. And now you're just some fucking schlub. Some yeah. anti-vaccine goon. That's that's the easiest way out is ultimately just be like, I got canceled. And it's like, you got canceled from what? Yeah. You were in Deuce Bigelow, The Hot Chick, The Animal, which I, I remember it being out. Oh, guess how tall Rob Schneider is? 5'5". Five, 5'3". Five. Five, wow. Damn. Yeah. I was so close. I was going to say 5'4". Just a little fucking guy. He was in bench warmers. Man with a big mic. It's a big dork. I got nothing for you at this point. But yeah, he's my asshole of the week. Fuck him. Got this freaking head off. Is that what he says? In one of the yes. <laughs> you the can do it. Yeah. You can ruin your career. Yeah. Do it. Do it now. No, that's Arnold. Yeah, we My just dumped into Arnold. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. Arnold I'm going to go rack around life. again. He's proof that it's the other way around, you know? Just be friends with Adam Sandler. That's the best key to success. Yeah, and the thing is, though, is there's a couple other of, like, the hang-ons that Sandler has. And they all kind of had, like, a movie or a, yeah. a key part in a movie. But they also didn't say, like, you know, Hollywood has, like, intentionally, like, canceled me. No, they yeah, just realized exactly. like, Hey, I was the, I was the guy who was cross-eyed in fucking the Water Boy. Like this is probably the best it's gonna get. I love that guy. I was the limo driver in the Wedding Singer. I got a movie and Grandma's Boy out of it, and that's pretty much Grandma's all Boy is fucking awesome. That movie's great, and whoever the guy is who plays the main character in Grandma's Boy kills it. Yeah, but he's great. He also recognized too, like 
this is probably as good as it's going to get. For sure. And I'm not going to go fucking nuts and be like, where is my $90 million deal? <laughs> well, it's, it's, you gotta, you gotta imagine that Rob Schneider pitched his special to like Netflix and they were like, pass. Yeah. yeah. Hard. You know? pass. <laughs> like they took his meeting. He's a, he's a Sandler guy, you know? Yeah. Like, like, All right, and fine. they still were like, nah, we're okay on that. We've got yeah, plenty we're... of guys doing exactly the same thing. <laughs> we're, we're good. We're, yeah. we're set. We'll call you if we need you. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's do picks. What do we got? Q, you want to go uh, around again? Sure. Uh, so I just started this new podcast called the Fall Civilizations Podcast. You're on another fucking show? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Started and I started listening to. Um, and it's basically a podcast that explores explores the collapse of different societies all throughout history. Um, really fascinating shit. I just kind of started. The first one is about uh, Roman Britain. Okay. Uh, so, it, but they go into like a lot of different shit. It's like the Aztecs. Um, I believe. Uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, a bunch of different things. I, I'm I'm really like I just kind of started it, so I'm excited to start digging into it. So I definitely recommend it. And maybe they'll do an episode on the US one day because it seems like where we're heading. Who is um, the guy? Who are the folks that put it together? Do you know? Uh, it's Paul M M Cooper. Who recently bitch slapped Elon Musk on Twitter. So if you wanted to. Because uh, I think Elon Musk was trying to get him to upload his episodes onto Twitter. And he was basically like, no, good. <laughs> I love that. So what has been your favorite um, episode so far? I just started digging in. So it's the, I'm, on, I'm only on the first episode right now. Uh, but it's it's really like I've always like for me like this reminds me very much of the Chapo podcast. Um, mm-hmm. What was the name of that? Uh, uh, with uh, Matt Krishman. Fuck, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was my sim- pick of the week. It was my pick of the week a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's very similar. Hell on like, Earth. That's Hell on it Earth. It's very similar to that, but it's more. It's less like theatrical and just more kind of straightforward, but. Um, yeah, so the first episode is basically about, uh, Roman Britain, um, and basically how overnight, um, it, it, it pretty much, it was one of those, it was one of those islands that kind of just grew, like grew very fast. And, you know, the thing we know about the Roman empire is that ultimately it's kind of very similar to the U S on, in, in scope. So. Um, I'm just interested to start digging in, but I recommend it to everybody. Um, is Annie Kelly on any of the episodes? Uh, not sure. Because she's listed as a co-host in the description on Apple Podcasts. And she's also one of the periodic co-hosts of um, Q- QAnon-, QAnon Anonymous Podcast. Oh, nice. So she always does good reporting. So I was curious about that one. Yeah, they also upload the episodes onto um, YouTube. So cool. if you feel like having a more of a visual medium or if you don't feel like listening on your phone. Each episode I'm seeing is only about an hour. So yeah, so it's the Bronze Age, uh, the Mediterranean Apocalypse, the Mayans, uh, the Byzantines, uh, the Vikings. So it's I'm really like, this is one of the things I'm like, when I go start going to the gym, this is going to be what I'm going to be having playing on. 
just fucking enough. learning about the Byzantine Empire while you're pumping weights. Like a fucking alpha male should. As one should. Very nice. Uh, Gato AI, what you got? Uh, this is kind of uh, on point for, or on brand for me today. Uh, the latest season of Black Mirror has hit. The first episode was crazy. I love that. That was great. It was great. Andy Murphy, yeah. uh, Sama Hayek, yeah. even um, what's his face is in there too. Uh, a dude from uh, shit, I can't remember. Uh, Sarah, Sarah, um, Michael Sarah, yeah, Michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah. He's in it too. Yeah, it was. It wasn't as dark. The first episode, at least, wasn't as dark as I expected it to be. Um, but it was it was really really interesting. I I I, I liked it. Nice. Yeah. Do you think they got the uh, the Netflix glow up with more of the famous people in there that they got a little bit more money in the production now so they can afford some bigger names? Oh yeah, and it's been totally taken over. I think at this point, hmm. like, with less British accents. <laughs> yeah, I, that that if you go back to like what was it season one that episode with the guy and the pig, I would have never yeah. directed Salma Hayek and like Aaron Paul's the lead in one of the episodes. Like I wouldn't expect the amount of stars in the show if based upon if you went back to season one, I would have never guessed. So yeah, hmm. and, and it's kind of great because like both Annie Murphy and Salma Hayek. Spoiler, defecate. Yeah. Episode. Yeah. So it's, it's right up Tom's alley right now. No, but it, 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 the, the reasoning behind it is really funny. So, like, yeah. I, I definitely, if you watch the first episode, if you're not into it within 15, 20 minutes, I think, like, that will tell you everything you need to know. But I think, I think you will be. Okay. Good to know. Um, all right. Well, my, my pick of the week is going to be an Amazon show, actually. If you guys have seen Jury Duty yet, no. Um, so, so I've watched the first episode so far and it's basically a, a reality TV show that's not real and it's all actors except for one person who thinks it's a real court case that they're hearing and it's just bananas shit. And a lot of it is just reaction comedy of people doing ridiculous things. James Marsden in it is playing like a characterization of himself Mm. um, as like an egotistical like movie star where he's trying to get out of jury duty because he's famous, but it's more like, what's the reaction of this guy who actually thinks this is real. First episode was pretty funny. Um, I've heard a lot of talk around that show. I'm going to give it the full season and see what happens, but I will also say, and I'm backtracking here, Q, I started watching Barry, finished the first season, loved it. Wait, um, I, I can't prepare you for how different each season becomes because, like, it is the if you like, if you, you're gonna get to the point where season four and you're gonna be like, this is this show went way off the reservation, but in the best way possible. Okay, that's good to know. Noho Hank is probably the. He, he's he's amazing. He is the Hank. straw that stirs the drink in that whole show, and I really appreciate him yeah. being on there because he keeps the he keeps the comedy light. Bill Hader is funny. All the people around there are funny, but he's just such like a a unique character in that show. He gets but better too. Yeah, it's refreshing. Yeah, um, he, he's he's one of the constant forces on that show. I'd argue he's probably this like him and Stephen. Uh, it was Stephen Ray who plays uh, Fuchs. 
Yep. He's also great. Uh, but uh, like, the, the, Noho Hank is the engine that makes that show move. Yeah, it was pretty fucking funny. Um, all right, guys, that's it for that's it for me. You guys got anything else? All right, wow. well, the AI that's a pretty spoken. fucking mean AI. Yeah. Well, he's been programmed to be. He's been programmed to be rude, so that's on brand for him right now. <laughs> I'm good. All right. Well, folks, that does it for us here at the Second Mouse Podcast. Thanks for tuning in this week. Um, if you want to hear some of the other episodes, or you want to listen to the audio version, or even share this with your fucking loser friends, um, you can find us on all your major streaming platforms like Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and whoever is using Google Play, you can do that as well. You can also find us on YouTube. I'll upload some clips from this episode, the ones that that are funny. The rest of them we'll delete. Um, and if you guys have any topics that you want us to cover or you want any updates on those dudes that are trapped in the submarine, probably the first thing you should do is go online and find out through Elon's okay. Twitter machine, or you can just follow our social media pages at secondmousepodcast.com or secondmousepodcast. Um, Gato AI is deactivating right now. Q is losing interest and I am shutting us off now. Bye y'all. Peace. Okay, let's get me a rhythm. Then he says, and I'm not kidding you, he goes, now clap. Please clap. Just clap for that, you stupid bastard. I need applause to live. Ha! Suck it, Jack Sparrow! <laughs>